What's up, everybody? You're listening to Salah's Corner with the one and only Salah Muhammad. So I met Danielle Jeter. She is president of Women in Media. Uh, she hosts uh, Wim Speaks Radio at 106.5 FM here in the city of Philadelphia. And uh, I wanted to sit down and talk to her. I, I was listening to a TED Talk a few weeks ago. And you'll hear me mention this in the interview. And it, it talked about how women obviously make up you know, 50% of the population, yet only uh, represent 20% of media professionals. And that, that number is just kind of laughable, right? Like, you know, think of all of the media out there and not just like newscasters. We're talking radio personalities, podcasters, uh, you know, beat reporters, newspaper writers, authors, all kinds of media that's out there. Uh, women only pick 20% of those professionals. And that's kind of sad, right? Like if you have a major story that's focused on, you know, women, you know, in any particular capacity, you can almost best believe that men are going to be the ones talking about it. And not that men can't report on those types of things, but, you know, how would you feel if someone else was reporting on your life and not you? So we'll talk about that on this episode, the importance of women in media, but also some of the things that uh, women in media is doing for the city of Philadelphia and the women they represent. So I've had a lot of people coming to me asking me where I find the time and the space to make all of these podcasts happen. Well, I have to thank the folks at Rec Philly. They provide me the space, the equipment and the networking capacity to make this take off. And it's not just for other podcasts. Other creative individuals use this space as well. We're talking musicians, photographers, anyone that considers themselves a creative individual. So if that's you, head over to Rec Philly. Visit them on Instagram. And if you find yourself wanting a membership, tell them Salah sent you. So tell us how you got started in uh, Women in Media. Women in Media got started after my experience at a film screening. So mm-hmm. I was just recently back in Philadelphia from Spelman College. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Spelman is an all-female institution. It, it's, been black girl, it's been Black Girl Magic since 1881. <laughs> so, and, you know, it's a mecca where we are celebrated, where we are heard, where we are empowered and poured into. And so just coming from that just amazing experience being around diverse women, you know, women of color, black women, and then coming back home to Philadelphia to see a film screening about Philadelphia's art scene. Mm. And to only have one woman represented in that film for her art, I was like, this is wrong. Damn. This is all the way one, wrong. One, one woman? That's crazy. And it was a DJ. Not saying wow. anything wrong about the DJ, but you have visual artists, you have right. performance you know, performing artists, and none of those narratives were included in this film. Mm. And I began to get really curious about what was going on in the industry. I was highly offended. I didn't clap for them. I left. And, you know, the filmmakers were a group of men. And obviously, you know, there was missing steps in their production process, missing steps in their research period, and making sure that there's representation, that narratives are told. But you can't make a film about Philadelphia's art scene and only have one woman in the film right. and then say you're going to shop it around in, world, in film festivals across the country. I'm like, no, sir. That's like having a uh, film festival film festival around uh, Philadelphia and interviewing one black person. 
Exactly. <laughs> you know, like it's false. Yeah. So that and that ignited something in me where I said, I can't let this go. Yeah. Like it's something, something's happening in this moment. And that was seven years ago. Mm. Women in Media is seven years old um, this past March. So happy belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We are excited. <laughs> <laughs> I had a conversation with my best friend, Kendra James. And I was in the car, we was driving, and I was, like, really passionate about what I was sharing with her. And, like, you know, we got to do something about this. I just can't believe this happened and this whole thing. So we came up with an idea called Bring Purple to the Table. And that is where we got started. We started to do focus groups. We started to do private and closed events. And we began to research. We, we conducted our own research to find out what was going on in the industry and then began to take that into a broader perspective and learn that, you know, what I had experienced here in Philadelphia is happening, has been happening for decades in and out of the industry, whether it's the film industry, the arts industry, media, public relations, communications, you know, the fact that there's not full representation, that there's not full um, leadership when with women being, you know, a part of the trajectory and what's going on with the industry. And we begin to, you know, have these different initiatives and it can just continue to grow and it grew into a conference. Mm. So our very first conference was at Temple University and it was three different companies who partnered together to produce this conference. So I got on the phone I began to call people and I shared my experience and said, you know, I really want to do something to remind women to own their voices. And that's where it all got started. It got started, you know, through the focus groups and then going to Temple for our first conference, all focused on, you know, women owning their voices and being equipped to really make strides and change within the industry. So for us, it's not about just being a part of the industry and doing business as usual. No, it's about disruption. Uh, I like that. I like disruption. I think uh, I think sometimes we get too complacent and and what ends up happening is if you don't end up having some type of disruption like we we look for ways to kind of retreat back into the way we've been doing things comfortably um and that disruption you know removes the comfort zone completely and it's like there's no there's no going back right, right. like there's no there's no uh going back to not having enough uh representation in media i was just i remember what i was uh what we were talking about offline it was a ted talk i was listening to and it talked about how um women make up half of the population obviously but only represent 20 percent of media you know so i i just i think back to some of like different like news reports and stuff like that that i i i follow and, you know, I, I see all of these newscasters or I see people commenting on stories about, like, the conditions of women in prison or, um, Ooh, you know, you abortion and all kinds of things. Right. And I'm glad I'm given ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I think back to, like, the stories and while they were good stories, they were men reporting them. And it just. OK. It, it's like, well, wait a minute. Like, there was nobody no woman that was available to kind of speak on that existence to be able to kind of share and relate that a little bit yeah it's great for those guys for doing it but like you know what about having 
women actually just speak for themselves and 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 being able to share those experiences um you know so it, it I, I think that disruption is important for that reason getting yeah. back to that long point um and just to make a comment you know even you you mentioned about being comfortable mm-hmm. and you know doing business as usual where we're in our comfort zone but then you also have the scenarios where it's not comfortable and mm-hmm. people are just still going with it and they're just kind of like going with the flow of the system and what's been put into place and that's that's not okay either yeah and, and you you actually led me exactly to where i was just uh trying to go that the comfort zone creates this like blind ignorance basically for people to say, yeah, like I, I know we're all, you know, white dudes and we haven't hired a black person. Yeah. I know like we're all guys. This is the bromance. And you know, we, we hired the one woman to represent us and like, we can't really mess that up a little bit, but like it, it's the, it's a blind ignorance that kind of goes with the uh, like, we're just we're just going to keep things the way they were. We're going to mm-hmm. keep things comfortable. Like, do you see that as you navigate like different media circles um, and and have these you know conversations? I imagine you having these conversations with people about the importance of having women in media. That like, yeah, you may have hired some, a woman, but you willfully ignoring the fact that there is a lack of representation is just as bad as um, not. You know, yeah. No, I I do think that there's still room for improvement and room for innovation when it comes to, you know, traditional and non-traditional media opportunities or careers. Yeah. And I still think that there is a need because millennials have not fully moved into, you know, 100% leadership. Mm. We still are, you know, have to work very much alongside baby boomers and even Gen X and, you know, because Gen X then there's other generations who are still in play. Mm. Um, and, and some of those generations are not in the same like-mindedness when it comes to what we are talking about when you know innovating the industry, representation, and just doing things in a different way mm. you know, to bring forth future. Um, so it's still, it's still definitely work to be done, you know, especially because we can't make all of the decisions right. at this time, you know? So as long as there's still other people in leadership, then, you know, <laughs> it's still going to be a fight that needs to be, uh, needs right. to be, be, be fought because, right. you know, it's a never ending tide of breaking that disruption. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that women in media does. So let's, you know, what are some of the, the avenues that you guys explore? So we we focus on women who work in media, communications, mm-hmm. arts and entertainment industries. And so that's pretty much the full gamut, right? There's filmmaking, TV, radio, producing, content, personalities, mm-hmm. distributors, individual entrepreneurs and CEOs who are running their own media companies, magazines, writers, the whole gamut. We're for all of those women in that industry because the entire industry co-mingles. One thing that we are now tapping into is telecommunications, and that's the whole internet side, that is the phone companies, and that sort of thing. So we have a broad but niched audience. 
Um, and so we do personal and professional development of women. Mm. Uh, we take a holistic approach to the woman, focusing on not only her career and her leadership in our industry, but through mind, body, spirit, and soul investments in her. Um, mm. Because if we're going to challenge you to be a leader, then you must first walk through that door as a whole well-being. I like I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know, so because the industry involves a lot of hard work yeah. and involves a lot of de- dedication and weird work hours, but it's it's taunting on your mental capacity mm-hmm. as well. So that's why those things are important to us. So, you know, we have WIM Wellness, which is a wellness program. We do that work through seminars, workshops. We do informative talk sessions on our radio show and interactive things just so that women are thinking about themselves in all of those capacities for their personal development. You're, you're building that, uh, that next generation of media professionals, basically. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's going to be getting out there and, and not just to helping them, you know, get a job, quote unquote, but also you know, be mentally prepared to kind of handle the the trials and tribulations that comes with, right. you know, being a woman in media. Because like you said, some of those, especially like the, the working the odd hours thing, like... The woes of the industry. Man, yeah. for real. And the like, sacrifices you make to, yeah. at a young age, to, you know, move up into different mm-hmm. decision-making positions and leadership positions and to be able to, you know, do your due diligence... Yeah so that you can move up and, and have some influence. You know, so we want we want the women that we work with to have influence in the industries and the environments that they are able to, you know, be a part of. That that influence is so important too because like for the longest time it's just like I hate to to sound like a, you know, this is one of those moments where we just talk about like men is the problem with everything but it's it's less of like who is the problem but more as as to when only one side has the majority space in the room and take up the majority of the speaking time and ha- wield the most power like it it disadvantages everyone else and yeah. everyone else just kind of is looked at a little bit differently so and it, it eliminates voices yeah it does it it really does and it and it's you know, when you do have individuals that do speak out and, and, you know, feel empowered to say something, if they don't have the backing, right, or if they are not, and they're not in a circle that is, you know, typically either fond of that or used to that, like, the backlash is, like, can be career ending. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Um, Career ending. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. plenty of examples of that. Um, do 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 you get a lot of people that... I'm thinking of the the crazies out there, so please excuse me for thinking of the crazies out there that like go, you know, well, what about men in media? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and then we say, well, what about men? Like no, like no. Then we say, like no, like no. We play, we play across the lines, but you know, we certainly work with men in our industry. Yeah. You know, shout outs to you, Salah. I appreciate um, that. We work with men in our industry because we understand that it's, it takes all of us to right. make sure that, you know, our mission moves forward. So we are a community of advocates who believe in empowering women and who believe in the leadership of women. And there are certainly plenty of men who champion our cause, who sponsor and support us, who crash our conference, 
who are very, you know, much visible in a part of our community. Mm. You know, it's just it just so happens that our programming and our initiative speaks directly to the woman. Right. But that doesn't mean that men cannot be a part and support us. We have a men and media panel discussion every year at the Women in Media Conference. We have events throughout the year that creates um, networking opportunities and mixers for men in the industry to come out to. And we also have a whole line of merchandise that speaks to investing in women and men. Um, and our, our saying is real men support women in media. Real men support women in media. Yeah, so we have a bunch of different T-shirts and merchandise for the guys. So certainly not forgotten. And it, it's... You know, I, I have to think back to just like, you know, that that question and the fact that that is even a question that is asked or has to be asked or, or is talked about is is kind of one of the problems. Right. Like if there was representation of women in media, like there were no, <laughs> be no, no women need in media. to right, Like there would be no need to it. So the, the, the point of it is really like not about exclusion, you know, right. I, I would it's, say it's all about inclusivity yeah you know what are some things that uh you guys are working on specifically coming up that you can share yeah so this is actually the first interview that i am officially announced announcing the seventh annual women in media conference very nice yep that is coming november 14th through the 17th very nice we have four days of five events and this year our theme is media powers nice. nothing moves without us so um, that conference includes a kickoff on Thursday, a free event from 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock, partnered with Venture Cafe. Mm -hmm. Friday, we have a welcome reception, a.k.a. party, turn up. <laughs> uh, that's Friday night at the hotel. Uh, we're going to have a hotel partner, and we're going to do a party. And then Saturday is the full-day conference. So at that conference will be a keynote address there's panel discussions there's breakouts there's feature authors there's vendors there's information there's live broadcast there's women and women and women and girls um, nice. feature speakers and we have networking breakfast we have a lunch we have mimosas we have a dj you had me at mimosas <laughs> mimosas is a good draw in the morning yeah it is you know i sometimes am motivated to go to places simply by what's going to be on the menu like oh <laughs> it's gonna be food there i'm hungry let me get up and go grab a plate at this event so it's going to be a great time nice. for everybody to connect at the conference. And the conference is all day. It's from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's going to be at the Science Center, Quorum at the Science Center, 3675 Market Street. Okay, yeah. And then Friday, not Friday, Sunday, the last day, will be our inaugural Red Tate of Media Arts and Entertainment Awards Gala. Mm. And so what we've done in the past over the last six years is incorporate the awards within the conference. And this year we are creating a separate event. It's going to be a gala. It's going to be live entertainment and it's going to be an awards show. I like that. Yep. I like that. Um, that, that, that sounds awesome. How, um, is it up now where people can buy tickets? Um, yep. So everything's going to be on the website, nice. womeninmediaglobal.org. Perfect. All ticket options will be there, all partnership options and speaker opportunities, things like that. We always feature 
a media marketplace. And within our media marketplace, we have just opportunities for women in the industry. We have live broadcasts there, whether it's podcasting or radio. Um, and then we also like to feature authors. So mm. we feature about eight authors each year, nice. and they also have an opportunity to share their stories, sell their books. And uh, we, we always like to support, you know, the, the women authors. They are a part of our community, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like a good uh, storyteller mm -hmm. to, to, I mean, paint a picture that I don't think can be done in a lot of uh, uh, ways and a lot of forms of uh, medium. So yeah, authors, are are authors are, yeah, they, I mean, I, I, I probably read about, I don't say, what am I like? Three or four or five books uh, this year. I really want to up it, but like, I mean, you th you've done better than me. <laughs> where where are you at? I'm still trying to finish my first book. Oh well, <laughs> you got time. It's it's only August, but it's August though, so we in the second half of the year. So I am very bad. I am known for starting books and mm. not finishing them, and so I need to. It's not the first book I've read this year, but it's the first one I am like very much committed to finishing. You know what I started? <laughs> I started. Uh, what helps me read a lot is I, I have like an hour, a two-hour drive basically to and from work every day. Um, two hours. Two, well, an hour there, an hour home. Oh, okay. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because no, no way. But uh, I, I, what I do is I listen to audible books. Right. Um, and I can, and then I also listen to it at one and a half times the speed. So it helps me get through the books faster. Right. Um, and and it's like I ain't doing nothing else in the car. Like, right. Radio is like not as good as it should be. Right. Some of the music ain't that great. So like why not like right. find something productive to do? So that's what I do. So so the audio books is your completion of the books. That's this my completion. Okay. My completion of the well, books. I'm doing the traditional way. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that I counts book still. In my bag. Nice. <laughs> you gotta read it though. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> tell us about the merch. Yes. Yeah, so we have a education fund that is newly founded nice. and we are going to be giving away scholarships to students who are interested in pursuing careers awesome. and companies within this industry, these industries. So our merchandise 100 percent goes back to our student scholarship initiative. So, I mean, we have everything you can think of. Chapstick wine glasses, candles, notebooks, sweatshirts, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. I know somebody that would like some wine glasses for Coffee sure. <laughs> you know, we have everything. Nice. I like <laughs> and that. then we have a bunch of men, we have about five different men's t-shirts nice. that have different sayings on them. Each year we have a special edition t-shirt for the conference. So VIP guests who um, actually purchase the VIP tickets it comes with their T-shirt. Mm. Um, we have tank tops, V-neck shirts, crew neck shirts. We have a lot of merchandise, and we're just going to continue to expand it. Mm. I'm thinking about socks. Nice. You know, I'm thinking about all types of things, little lotions and hand sanitizers. But some of those things are things that we would just give away. Right. Yeah. Um, where can we uh, buy the merchandise? So uh, at some point in time, in the very near future, it will be on our website, nice. womeninmediaglobal.org. But we are out at a lot of community events or industry events, and we also hold our own events and programs throughout the year. So 
right now, really the best option is you have to actually get it purchased from us on our body but we are going to be you know moving along with the online shopping option and that sort of thing nice. so so yeah look forward to that coming down a pike um yep, there's absolutely. some shirts I, I, i'd certainly be willing to buy so real men support women yep. in media um my last question that i ask everyone is what's your most favorite thing in the world right now what yeah. my most favorite thing in the world yeah, right now That's- yeah on the spot on the spot that Out of the so, blue, that's so broad, random. Though. Yes, come on. First thing you thought of? Music. Okay. Any Music. particular songs or just just in general? So I'm I'm really I've really been getting into like some old school hip hop and okay. like conscious music, and I, it's almost as if I'm back in school. You know, nice. I often say you know class classes in session, nice. and I'm just you know really tuned into a lot of the fight the power music nice. and. Lauren Hill is back in my top five. You was jamming on that on IG stories. <laughs> yes. <the other day. laughs> you know, so she is, you know, an example of one of those conscious artists. And I, what I love about Lauren Hill is that she actually qu- quotes Bible scriptures in her music. You know, so she's dropping knowledge on another level. Mm. You know, so I'm really into my music right now. And I'm really into just my forward growth as a as an individual because i understand that you know if i continue to wholeheartedly invest in my mind and in my spirit and in my growth everything around me is bound to grow Mm. i like that you know so i'm completely tuned into you know reading every day i'm researching a lot i am connecting with like-minded people i'm connecting you know with you know, at people that I aspire to be like, people who inspire me, um, who who are going to challenge me to get to the next level. And so that's that's what I always seek out of relationships. Mm. And that's what I always bring. You know, like I always bring accountability and I always bring like next level, you know, um, because it's it's so many levels that we can we can reach to and we can get to if we only will understand that it's it's, it's a state of mind. And our opportunities, I believe, are absolutely endless. I could not agree more. Um, embrace those opportunities, kick in the door, and, and say it loud. Claim what you claim what you want, and, and really represent. Uh, Danielle, Women in Media Global. What's the uh, what's the what's the website? What's the Instagram? So we can share with everybody. Absolutely, and also just to remind everybody, we have Wim Speaks Radio. Yes. Every single Thursday is from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. It's a talk radio show. So we encourage everybody to tune into our show on 106.5 FM WPPM. And that radio show is an extension of our mission and our brand and all of the things that we love to do to empower, equip, and encourage women to own their voices. We are on Instagram at WIM, W-I-M, global. Sometimes people say WIN. But it's whim, like women. So, <laughs> WIM Global. Our Twitter is whim, WIM Speaks. And our Facebook is whim global org. Website, womeninmediaglobal.org. Hashtag for the entire year is whim global 2019. Very nice. Oh, and our email. Oh, yes, email. You can email us at hello at womeninmediaglobal.org. Cool. Women in media, everything. 
Women in media is everything. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by having this conversation with me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Real men support women in media. That is their motto. Thank you, Danielle, for sitting with me and introducing your platform to uh, my audience. Make sure you guys are following uh, Wim Global on Instagram and check out their website as well. Look out for their uh, conference that's coming up later this year in November. As always, feel free to email me your questions, topic ideas, want to be a featured person, have an idea you want to bring to our platform, uh, email me. Let's talk about it. This is an open space for people to engage in community issues, politics, and everything uh, that is related because everything is related. Politics are personal. Everything is all personal. So Last Corner is recorded out of Rec Philly. It's a space for creative individuals. It's produced by producer extraordinaire Bree Wilson and features music from Fraud by Delgado. For more of my work, please visit me at thelastcorner.com.